0: what's going on everybody it's real with jordan and demi i'm jordan edwards here in new york in los angeles we got demi ramos what's hello going what's going on all right so today we've got an acclaimed duo from england whose latest album 22 break is out now please welcome we got both of them so we got anthony and josephine from oh wonder what's going on guys yes hey. guys how are you we are great. We are great. Um, it's funny doing this interview with you because this new album, the the story behind it's so heavy. And to just talk to you and you're just like, hi, how you doing? It's it's such a weird dichotomy of what I've just got, you know, I just watched the short film to go along with oh. the album and it's oh, so wow. heavy and oh, wow. so yeah. moody and stuff. And here we are just like, let's talk about like what our, what our favorite TV shows are or something. It's, it's kind of a strange situation first things first you know the the much's been said about the album that you guys almost broke up during quarantine the marriage almost ended but you didn't you came out with this amazing piece of art so before we get into all the heavy stuff let's talk about the music itself when you approach this album musically first of all there's a lot of real cool little parts little vocal parts little background vocals and harmonies and stuff which has kind of been your staple but i feel like this is a slightly different sound. So can you talk about that?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um oh god, we don't always talk in Yeah, we though. always talk and sing
1: in unison.
2: <laughs> yeah. like completely in unison.
1: Yeah, so we wanted to explore a new sound. We kind of spent the first half of lockdown um taking a little break because we just realized we weren't going to be touring for a while so that was pretty sad yeah and then when we started writing songs we came at it from a different angle normally we we'll write songs that are just a piano we kind of finish songs there and then um and then take them in the studio however we have a studio at the end of our garden and we kind of mixed up the process this time around
3: yeah just wanted to play because we i guess with this album we never actually set out to write an album it was just us At home, not on tour, in lockdown, with no sense of like when anything would end or when we could release music. So we just wrote for the sake of writing. There was no like intention, and I guess what came out therefore was not considered or not planned. It was just like from the heart, which I think we
1: hadn't had since our first album. I think
3: because when
1: you when you're starting a band, you've got no idea what's happening. You're like,
3: (laughs) it's so joyfully, you're like, this is cool,
1: and then you're in campaigns for like a while. And then this is the first time we're like, we're like not in, we're in limbo, essentially. yeah So let's. Just- the
0: cycle had been broken, so to speak.
1: Yeah, completely. um So I think creatively we felt completely free. Yes. Um, to do what we wanted wanted um, yeah. and to have space and time to explore, uh, which I guess is why the sound is.
3: Different. Different, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: You guys seem to have such amazing chemistry as people, but also as artists. And I'm curious, when you first started writing together, was the chemistry instant?
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: like the first time we met.
3: Oh, mate, I fancied you so much hey. the first time I met you.
0: Did hey. <laughs> you Anthony, you were you were doing a gig and and Josephine was in the audience. That's how you first came across each other, correct? Something along those uh, lines. My, yeah, I
3: my was... my ex boyfriend was a big fan. He was like, "Oh, you should go. We should go see this what band." What mistake, really... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mistake, dude? Yeah, mistake. What were you thinking? <laughs> he paid for tickets as well. The dude paid. Um, yeah, and I went to see you, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's really talented and really good looking." Um,
2: anyway,
1: and the then next I met time. you. You were an absolute. I don't like being talked about. It's <laughs>
2: horrible.
1: Um, the next time we were in a studio and we played, we went through like our iTunes at the time because Spotify didn't really exist. Um, and we had literally the top favourite tunes, like most both songs yeah. were exactly the same.
3: there was so much common ground. And um, we just instantly became became friends, but also like writing songs, like all our references were the same. Um, and our writing style was really similar. And yeah, you just, you know, when you just meet someone, you're like, I'm going to be friends with you. It was just that sense and also creative Creatively speaking mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I'm gonna write some good tunes with you. You just yeah.
1: know. We've written many, 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 many tunes. Not all good though. Mostly terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Most of them are pretty good though. Most of them are pretty <laughs> good. I I think that it's interesting your voices go well so go so well together. And I don't want to get all like music theory and like really deep and meta about it, but I feel like you think of your your vocals, especially um Anthony, when you when you drop in those little background vocals and, and harmonies, do you think of your 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 uh, your voices as, as instruments a, as much as you do as a way to get lyrics out? Does that make sense at all?
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. It's definitely become a textural thing in the new sound. Um, mm. Mainly because Josephine let me loose on a, probably an SMC. I basically, <laughs> when we're at hey. the desk, I'm just like, let me put an idea in and then we can re-record it and I'll just do something weird. And then she's like,
3: Oh, that sounds kind of cool. This sounds kind of cool. And then, like <laughs> now he should stop because this is starting to sound terrible. If I leave him on his own for like more than an hour, I come back and he's got like fifty-six vocal channels of him going <laughs> like down a sm 7 I'd him. argue that doesn't work. So it's fine. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: I'm like meep 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 meep. Maybe this one. <laughs>
2: Being together so much, I wonder how much of that time is spent writing
3: music. <sighs> um, a lot to be fair. Yeah, a lot of. I'd say ninety-five percent of our awake time is spent working. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we love our jobs. We have the best jobs. We're on holiday right now. (laughs) We are, and we're doing work though. Look,
1: this is great. It's it's joyful.
3: It's fun. Um, It sounds really silly, but yeah, we literally obsessed with our jobs. We've 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 such a good time working, and I guess writing music for us is actually really fun. It's how we relax and how we enjoy the world and each other. And what happens in the other 5% of the day is a question. That's a good good point. Uh, we like
1: Kirk. <laughs> uh, Kirk, we take our dog for a walk.
0: Sometimes we kiss. Um, okay. <laughs> Sometimes we kiss sounds like a good uh, song title. Sometimes we kiss.
1: Uh, yeah, the new yeah. Julie yeah. song coming out next yeah. week. Right now. Where right are
2: you now? guys right now on holiday?
1: we're in the countryside of great britain yeah uh called suffolk yeah it's, like it's a,
3: beautiful there's like loads of farms we're looking out the window at a field this is there's nothing here it's fantastic it's a we have wi-fi really to be honest with you it's great
0: I'm, so i'm picturing you're you're staying in the downton abbey castle is what i'm picturing right now
1: <laughs> just without the royals yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: 47 bedrooms it's pretty good yeah nice and enough. a bunch of
0: servants and maids and stuff i'm sure yeah, at your disposal <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, what we've actually got is one of those, like, you know, the Argus, like the really old school oven cooker things that run on gas, but it doesn't work and it's supposed to heat the house. So annoying. So we're actually just sat here shivering next to a heater. So it's, it's actually really bougie.
0: Because mm. it still is, it still is England after all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah it still sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, the whole story behind this album is that you guys almost broke up and I, I don't want to get super personal. I know you guys have been talking about this, But I'm curious How are you able to spend this tumultuous time Into good songs And actually get along well enough To complete them and and make this together
3: Yeah Sometimes we didn't uh, And that was tricky But yeah, I guess um, We've always been really good At separating our personal life From our work life In the sense that we neglect our personal (laughs) life (laughs) And just was, like, work. Heavy on the um, life. but for this album, I think it was a really music was actually a beautiful way of letting us feel um without pointing fingers yeah. at the other one. So, like, music became this like almost like a mediator. So we'd go into the studio, and whenever we're in, together in the studio, you can't argue. It's just like rule number one: you never argue about songwriting yeah. or anything. It's just no one is right, no one is wrong. It just is because that's what art is. Like, art, there's no right or wrong to we art. Don't-
1: we don't set those rules they just
3: they just are they're like part of the the fabric of of making stuff and so um I guess then we would like have an argument in the house or like I don't know what and we'd like come down to the studio and cool off and you'd start writing a song and the other one can't be like oh you know pointing fingers and, and attributing blame and you can't have an argument because you're just saying how you feel and therefore these songs are like they're kind of incredible for us because it was a chance for us to say like really mean things mm. but set them to like some, some like nice chords mm. and <laughs> get away with saying how you, you really feel yeah. and the other one just has to sit and listen and process it and go, oh man, I didn't know you were feeling like that. Yeah.
1: And a lot of the, the lyrics that we wrote would be the, like if Josephine wrote some lyrics in the house, she'd come to the studio and sing them for the first time and that would be what's on the record. So there was a lot of, and that would be the first time I've heard the lyric, and it was the other way around. I'd write lyrics and sing them to her, and it was very
3: it sounds really weird. It's mm. basically like recording your therapy session.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. strange, and I feel like it's the kind of thing that only people like you in your situation could do. And yeah. someone who'd been around, because at this point, you you guys have been together for over a decade now, or close to it. So okay. it would have been a different story if you'd only been together a year or two. I feel. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, lockdown alone after, like, (laughs) a year of dating would have been the most insane thing ever. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's our language, I guess, that we talk together. Mm. I can imagine
2: how maybe writing this album, too, brought you guys back together in a way and made you close again. Is that true?
3: Definitely. Um,
1: It's quite a challenge, I guess. And if you were, we've overcome many challenges together.
3: Yeah. And
1: ultimately, at the time, they can be pretty heavy and stressful and take over your world but I guess we learn a lesson from each one.
0: So what was the thing that helped you turn the corner to come out of this intact? What pushed you over the edge
3: Um, on the good side? On the good side this is going to sound really unromantic but for me I think it's professionalism (laughs) (laughs) that, that tipped us into staying together because There is no way in hell that we'd have written, you know, 90 percent of an album and recorded most of it and then not put like not finish it. We just that's not in us. And so even when there was a sense of like, oh, I'm leaving. This is rubbish. You're just like, oh, but I'll just finish the album first because (laughs) it's a disservice, you know, to our songwriting to not finish it and put it out. Um, And then so we stayed and and finished it. And then there was like, a, oh, wow, we've actually done something quite productive. Yeah, it's like we had to go like
1: full circle with it. Yeah, complete
0: it. Yeah, so it all worked out. It all worked <laughs> out. Professionalism, guys, this is mm. very- <laughs> the much
1: key to any yeah. <laughs> any happy relationship.
0: Well, and this has been uh Josephine's TED Talk.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't follow any advice,
0: it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. so and in, in addition to the album itself, you guys made a short film with the music from the album. It's in black and white, it's really a beautiful thing to look at. So where did the idea come from to make this film and why make it in black and white?
1: Mm. Um, I guess. Yeah. We wanted a a visual interpretation of the album. I don't know why, because it's already dark enough. (laughs) We just made it. (laughs) Um, In case
0: you didn't know how dark it was. Here it is. Oh gosh. Mm.
1: Yeah. It's um, I don't know why we did it, but I'm just glad we did. It was the, the film I feel was more of a challenge physically.
3: Yeah, it was.
1: Than the actual record yeah. making.
3: I think what I guess we were like, we're gonna have to present some sort of visual accompaniment. And what we didn't wanna do was make a music video, which was just like us shouting at each other. So um instead we just made eleven music videos of us shouting at each other and stitched them together as a long film. But yeah, part of it was because we wanted to present the whole album as one thing because we found it really hard to isolate songs and go like, listen to this song, it represents the Mm. album because for us it was such like a journey of not just musicality but like even the narrative is so, I don't know, it's really sporadic and we just wanted it to be listened to as one. So to make a, a, a short film made the most sense for us and in terms of shooting it in black and white, I just feel like I personally feel so much more emotion sometimes when things are black and white. Things just have like, also like it's a really... Sad, unsaturated album in the sense it's not like Bright bursting with, yeah. yeah, with like sparkliness and jewels. It's like,
1: it's not full of vitality. It's kind of
3: no, it's really raw and, and I don't know, like
1: actually, actually shooting it on film was,
3: yeah, we really shot it cool. on actual film, which was equally parts cool and wow. terrifying
0: because we just I'm, have like, like- I'm a music video director guy here in New York, and so wow. the idea of shooting something, especially that long, because it's a 40 mm. minute long film or yeah. 38 minutes or something, and then have all that footage. Wow. Just- it yeah. Was, yeah, it, it was, was scary,
3: especially when, you know, we obviously, like, got allocated a certain number of rolls of film, and we had, like, two weeks to shoot. And on day four, someone whispered up to the director and was like, we've gone through, like, 60% of the film. <laughs> and it was day three. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> wow. The film was having too much of a good time. Um, so then it was like, okay, guys, you're going to have to go into the sea and drown, but we've we've only got one take of it, and you're like, oh, um, okay. and there's no
1: housing for the camera, so don't go too yeah. flashy.
3: <laughs> it was a bit hairy, but it was it was an amazing thing to have,
0: yeah, yeah, it
3: done, did. and it, we did it on our honeymoon, so it was equally um, wow,
0: yeah, it out beautiful, it looks beautiful,
3: always
2: working,
0: well, professionalism, guys, guys always Professional.
2: working. Christmas. I'm wondering because you guys work together, you have a relationship. For the fans, what's something that you can each say about each other that maybe your fans might not know? Or oh,
3: Anything about you that no one knows. I guess no one knows anything about you, but I know everything.
0: Man, it's- a mystery. Oh. Man of mystery. <laughs> um, I have 15 children around the world. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> around the world. No. No. <laughs> yeah. One person. Mm. Um. Something
3: about you is that something about you uh
1: something about josephine oh no. every two weeks
3: i don't know what you're going to say
1: it's these she'll show me her nails
3: yeah
1: and she'll say what should i put on my nails this week and i'm like, maybe um <laughs> maybe like, oh, i don't want color so okay well um, maybe something like shape i don't want shapes and then i'm like yeah just this- just look on the internet. And then you have this huge list.
3: Mate, you got to take nails seriously. That's it's unbelievable. Saying. It's so, a tiny little canvas for so much joy. Yeah, um, but there was a command. In which case, something that no one knows about Anthony is that he, you know, like when you meet people and they say like, oh, I don't really care what I look like. This guy actually doesn't care what he looks like to the point where <laughs> yeah, you're like. That's hence why I'm wearing a no, great t-shirt. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I had your face, now I'm biased. I know I'm biased. But like, I think objectively, he's quite okay, a handsome yeah, person. Go, he's got so. like rippled up. <laughs> Good shape. The man doesn't work out. He he, he's what he wants. And then he, I'm like, oh, babe, like you should probably put some moisturizer on. He's like, I'm all right, I think. I'm like, oh, okay, do you wanna do you wanna just comb your eyebrows today? He's like, what? Why would mm. I do
0: that? <laughs> See? <laughs> I tell you what kind of handsome Anthony is. He's the kind of handsome where he could be in a razor blade commercial, like a Gillette commercial.
3: Uh, don't like, kill someone, Slitting <laughs> yeah. you know. people's throats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He doesn't care, but he like genuinely doesn't care. He's okay. all kind of bin bag, it does me in. And yes. I'm
2: like there trying to like get
3: amazing nails
2: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Your nails? Can we see yeah. where your nails are? Well,
3: they're pretty grown out now. Whoa, but- wow.
1: Guys, uh, this is what we're talking That's about.
2: really
3: beautiful.
0: Yeah. very much, art. Thank yeah. you. We're just making such a tiny canvas hair? for such a beautiful, yeah, <laughs> so, many, so many ideas. <laughs> that brings up another thing, guys. Um. Are you you know you have to you guys have a big presence presence on social media besides you know nail art inspo, what kind of stuff are you guys into on social media? Like what do you like to follow? Like meme accounts, or do you follow celebrities, Ooh. or like what do you guys care about on social media if you care about it at all? Or does someone run your social
3: media? Uh we do care about social media. Yeah,
0: we there's one account that I follow.
1: I did, have you seen it? It's called Sam You Kills. No. It's really cool it's just this guy who I think I used to tour with when I was a kid and he's not in touring anymore
3: okay what but does he, he just
1: do? lives in Italy and he just takes tiny videos of like little moments that happen like on his travels
3: oh yeah
1: and puts them online and they are so beautiful they're like from I don't know why but Sam you kills it's like the best account I follow yeah it's really niche that's wow. cool what's yours
3: you also follow like a lot of interior design things and like 3d printers I follow like <laughs> 3d printers. <laughs> I, don't
1: find any. I have zero interest <laughs> in three D <3D> printing. <laughs> I prefer two yes. D printing. I prefer just. Printer.
3: No, no, like every other day, you like, oh look at this. This is like three D print.
1: Right? Do you have a secret life I don't know about? This. What That's is a three D
3: printer? <laughs> Honestly, he loves three D print.
1: Wow! 3D what 3D. algorithm? <laughs> I don't even know what an algorithm is.
3: Oh my god! Oh my god. I follow nail art. <laughs> um I follow like really really strong women that enter bodybuilding contests don't ask me oh, why, why. Um, okay. yeah I, I am obsessed with female bodybuilders I think I really want to be one in another life and um hopefully
1: in another life <laughs> <fun>.
3: <laughs> no, I've got time um and yeah I'm trying to like re like change my relationship with social media a lot because I feel like every time I log on to Instagram, I'm like, oh, man, I have nothing. Um, And I'm trying to follow things that are nourishing, like badass women, and be like, oh, man, I want to learn how to pistol squat. That sounds awesome. Um, Pistol squat? What's that? A pistol squat. I've been training for seven weeks, and I still can't do one. (laughs) It's basically
1: when you go down.
3: So, like, imagine –
1: cameras here like if you, you stick put your leg out
3: your leg out in yeah that was it that was yeah it. there
1: you go this here is you terrible
3: go. you basically are doing a one-legged squat so you're if you're on your <laughs> right leg your left leg is like straight out in front of you a
0: piss or squat <laughs> oh I, okay yeah I, I i know what you're talking about
3: you <laughs> basically wee whilst you're squatting <laughs> <laughs> um yeah You're good at them, though. but you have to have like insane strength and insane stability and insane flexibility in your hamstrings it's like the the holy grail of of fitness and i can't do one so i don't know You're what close. i'm, I'm watching i follow girls that can do
0: pistol squats basically is my weird niche on insta one day one day you'll wake up and you'll be able to do one just like that
3: yeah sure <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's something on Wikipedia about you guys releasing a song a month, and it's something that kind of uh, most people, most are supposed to say you saw
0: something on Wikipedia. You're supposed to like say that, but I did, but
2: I saw it there. (laughs) (laughs) And no, but I'm actually curious because that's the only place I did see it. And take it back to that: was that a strategy that you guys came up with? Was it a strategy your team came up with? What is your, what are your strategies when promoting the music other than visuals and you know social media?
3: Yeah, that was like back in the day when we started in 2014. We yeah, uploaded. not think we
1: called it a strategy, didn't we? Well,
3: time. we didn't have a team. We were just like two people from London who just made some tunes and posted them to SoundCloud. Yeah. And we uh, wanted to set ourselves like a, a challenge of just writing and releasing a song a month just to like create and be productive. Um, and we did that for a year. Yeah. And the trouble is, I think we've shot ourselves in the foot because... Uh, at the time everyone was like why on earth would you release so, so many individual that? songs that's stupid like you should just release like a couple of singles and then drop an album and Spotify at the time were like this is great like they, they apparently they use this as like um,
1: in their like, in their, like, like presentations
3: of how to use Spotify effectively yes. release loads of songs like from your it records works. and now people are so not. Be- I'm not saying it's because of us but I think we were definitely at that, that kind of birth of that idea where, where artists were thinking about you know, putting tunes out and focusing on songs rather than just records. Album
1: campaigns, yeah. Whereas now,
3: we and Anthony are like, but listen to our whole album. Don't just listen to one song. Um, But at the time, it was like an amazing way to just be creative and productive, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: and reach like, it was the start of kind of being able to reach people globally, like constantly. Yeah. Um, So thanks to that, I think that's why we can tour the world and people show up.
0: Yeah,
3: for sure, for sure.
0: You have. Demi just brought up, you know, who who thought of that idea and, and she mentioned your team. You guys are big enough now that you have managers and publicists and, um, you know, people that are kind of in your circle. Mm. How much of your marketing, how much of your decision making is stuff you want to do and how much do you rely on your, your advisors or whoever to kind of steer you in the right direction?
3: Mm. Uh, yeah, so we've been signed to... Um major re- record labels since our second, second record so record. the first album we made uh entirely ourselves and just kind of use label services which was awesome um and have done the last three albums with major labels but we're so lucky i think we're in like the really sweet, really sweet spot yeah sweet spot where we basically just make a record and then hand it in to our label being like this is our album and um there's maybe, no
1: like in our process or
3: yeah we don't play anyone the demos before we we do it we just make it all at home and and then they go cool how do you want to promote it and we go we'd like to make a film and i think I, I, i think that's really rare and i think we're really 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 lucky
1: That's a lot of hard work from our manager because we i don't know we make art i guess and then we say to our manager we want it to be released here we want to do a tour here, and he's like, "Cool, let me make I'll that make happen." Make that
3: happen, and we're so lucky to have two—well, loads of record labels all around the world. But I guess the two big ones are Republic and Ireland here in the UK, and uh, Universal generally. And they're—they're they're pretty amazing and, that yeah. they just let us make cool stuff and put it out. Um, There's
1: never—we've yeah. never sent a song to anyone to say this could be better.
3: Yeah, and we like make all our own artwork and merch and stuff with our friend, and still kind of come up with all the music video concepts and. Yeah, there's we, a lot of
1: meaning comes out of that stuff I feel like if you give all that stuff away ultimately what you have
3: yours yourself it depends like I guess different artists have different things but I'm always like if you're gonna if you're the type of artist especially that wants to write their own songs and put their own you know music out I think I would see it as like everything around that is just an extension of what you're making um hmm. everything artwork touring your live show the people that you work with your press team like everything is should stem from you if you care about it as much as you do the music but some people just don't don't care about and it, it. works and it that, works great yeah. so for us we're just super lucky yeah
0: well i think it's cool that you or have a uh a say in your merch that you help design the merch or at least you know give the direction on the merch because mm. i think that's like the personal souvenir you know that fans can have you know it's cool that you had something to do with it it wasn't just a company does a designer in california oh, awesome. or something somewhere uh, that's like my be... idea
3: of hell i don't know maybe it, as I say, it works for some people but uh yeah everything that you see from i wonder has come, has come, from, has us. come from us yeah. which is that's cool. awesome yeah that's cool that's what about uh touring
2: <gasps> i want to talk about touring because i know you guys love touring and um i wanted to know if you guys can recall your first time on stage together
1: Wow, yeah. yeah. So that was in London. We agreed to play it. basically our first album got released after got releasing this song a month thing. Um and we we're like, let's play four shows. We did one in London, one in LA, one in New York and Paris. Yeah. And we we're like, that's gonna be our whole tour and career right there. That four shows. Be it. Yeah, <laughs> Um
3: and then they sold out in like eight seconds. We were like, we'll throw off. And um and then everyone was like, Oh, you should come on tour. And suddenly we blinked and we've
1: touring
3: for six seven yeah years. like been to a lot of like 50 countries or something insane um and touring is just it's one of those things when you're in it you're like this is really weird like I miss I miss all my friends and I haven't you know seen my dog in two months and haven't you know sp- I, like especially me like I don't have any girls on tour it's just all all guys in the band and crew on the tour bus and I'm like oh I just miss female companionship and you miss all this stuff but actually you look back and you're like I just travelled around the world twice and sang, you know, things I've made in my bedroom on stage and people have sung along. And it's like, that as a concept is mad.
1: And to share that as a couple is a mad feeling. It's
3: also very cool because, like, you're doing the best thing in the world and you turn to the left and it's the person you love the most in the world also experiencing it, which makes it, like, equally weird because... I don't know. It's it's joyful to be able to relate relate to somebody because you come home and your yeah. friends like how was tour and you're like yeah it was good when actually you've just had like I don't know 3 days off in Japan after playing like 6 weeks around Asia and having people like I don't know you like they were like write you write your then your name on their arm and they're like I'm going to get this tattooed and you're like yeah right and then you see it the next day you're like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> I'm on you like what are you doing
1: but you and can't, you can't just...
3: come home and say that to your friend because you'd just be a douche like, so yeah like,
1: I had a security guard in Manila for 4 days <laughs> And he carried three guns on him had a police escort. Yeah. You can't say that's it's just weird. So you touring say, yeah, is weird. Good.
3: You're just like, Yeah, it's cool, but at least you can share it with someone, yeah. you know.
1: We'll look back when we're 18 and be like, that was weird. That was no
3: one will believe us that happened. Yeah. It's too weird. So, yeah. Have you had a
0: chance? I know that the album this album just came out. Have you had the chance to perform these songs live much for, for audiences?
1: Yeah, we did one show of this record from start to finish with the film in front so essentially a uh, oh
0: wow how was
3: yeah.
1: that <laughs> it was really intense
3: it was awesome it, it was, was really so emotional good. and really sad um actually and quite difficult but we did it we survived and it's on youtube yeah. if anyone wants to watch it we, we we filmed the whole thing and there
1: were seven musicians on stage yeah two drum kits it was amazing two actually. Drummers and
3: a saxophonist. Really it was super musical and yeah really excited to tour we're actually coming to the states in april for three weeks so buzzing to come back to America. This is yeah. like the longest we've not been in the US ever. We're looking forward to your visit here. Let's talk about the album art. Yes, the album art. So um, each song has a symbol. There are 11 songs and 11 symbols. So these three are from um, 2014, Don't Let the Neighborhood here and 22 Break. Um, I guess the album art will make more sense in uh, a couple of months because this album is only half of the story, I guess. So it's a breakup album, but uh, there is a makeup album. and Which
1: we're currently trying
3: to finish, trying to finish. on holiday. <laughs> um, we're not. We're having a holiday, I promise. Um, and
0: I don't believe you now that you're just on holiday. I, you've already <laughs> let it out that you don't. It's hard to just let it chill. Yeah.
1: No, no, we are. Our dog is asleep next to us. Yeah, We are in a cottage, yeah. but we're going home tomorrow to finish an album.
3: Yeah. Um, but the album art, yeah, was designed with our, well, your best friend since you were like 10, yeah. a guy called Casey Rorty, who's amazing and has made every single visual that we've ever put out. Um, he's the guy that designs on our merch with us, and he designed this album cover with us. And um, yeah, yeah we're amazing. really, really proud of the album art, actually.
1: Yeah, in real life, it's really, it's like super bright. So the vinyl, we use this day glow color. So it's, it's luminous. like luminous. It's
0: awesome. It's really cool. Yeah.
1: It really stands out.
0: I really it, love how artists are making these special edition vinyls now with different colors different weights, different, you know, packaging material. I think it's, I think it's a really cool um, substantial thing that you can give your fans, you know, other than just a t-shirt or a coffee mug or something, especially when everyone streams stuff. It's so special to get a physical album now.
3: Dude, yeah, and we've like this. The last couple albums we've done have been made on cassette, and I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, cassettes are back.
3: I have so many fond memories of being a kid and like making your own mixtapes on a CD. This is showing my age, but like on a on a tape player, and you'd record them off the radio onto your own yeah. cassette. It's just like, oh, just, you treasured music. It's because it's a tangible thing. I think we and you could
0: throw it. cassettes around. Like you could throw them in yeah. your glove box. You could throw them in a you know a bag or something, and you could. Yeah, they were
1: made for cars. cars.
3: And then someone invented the CDs and you'd get a scratch on a CD. And then like the fifth track, it's goes, it's skull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're like, Damn
1: They it. were too fragile, those things. I though.
0: know. Like <laughs> One of your biggest songs was actually a uh, uh, collaboration with Lil Uzi Vert, The Way Life Goes, which was kind of a strange thing. You don't think of Lil Uzi Vert and Oh no Wonder as musical companions. So how did this collaboration happen? And why did it happen? Um,
3: <laughs> so, we that song was originally a song we put out on our first record called Landslide, and um, the chorus of Uzi's was actually our verse. And one day we got an email, and it was like from his team, and it said, Oh, hey, um, Uzi really wants to put out this song. And it, we listened to it, it was like an MP3 attachment in the email, and we pressed play, and it was like the we We'd never heard of him, we'd never he's... heard of him, we were like, Who's this guy? Yeah, and um, we listened to <laughs> him basically singing. Our song, and we were like, Oh, okay, this is interesting, That's, yeah. And then we were like, Oh, like, thanks for sending it over, like, we'll give it some thought because we were like, Who is this guy? And then the next day it just came out, and we were like, Oh, okay,
2: <laughs> sure, <they didn't laughs> now that. it's
3: out. Uh, so collaboration is like a really interesting word, but we do, um, but it we it's
0: kind of like a, a Dido Stan Eminem situation where they took a pre recorded yeah, song, we kind of and...
1: embraced it, yeah. yeah.
3: And actually it's awesome, and we've spoken to him a bunch on the phone, and he's like, He's always text us being like, You guys, what did he say? I think he must have been drunk, anyway. He's really funny. And, um, the text you guys? Drunk text you guys, I have to know.
1: He drunk called us, and we were like,
3: Who's we, this? It was like, We're eating like, breakfast. What is this? And he's like, It's OZ. I'm like, oh, Okay, oh, hello,
1: sir. Hey,
3: Mr. Um, <laughs> call you. Hello, sir. <laughs> Mr. Lil. Um, yeah, we're so British. We sent sake. him some tunes, yeah. So we sent we'll him some see. tunes. I don't know, but he uh. He, yeah, he's very complimentary. I think he he really likes how songs, which is cool.
0: So yeah, I was I was curious if you had re-recorded the chorus. Or if you had, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 You you mentioned that you're you're in the middle of making this this makeup album, kind of the second part of this mm-hmm. saga that you put together. The saga sounds so epic. Maybe saga's a little bit much, but uh, you know this project. Now, there's a lot of cool sounds. We talked about that earlier, little cool vocal sounds and um, layers and filters. And I'm sounding really ignorant right now. Demi is the music production person. I'm not. Uh, but my question is, what will the sound of the makeup album be like compared to the breakup album? <clears throat> um,
1: that's a good question.
3: I think we want to make it um actually quite intimate, I suppose.
1: Yeah, we still want it to be like... I guess the the twenty two make was very unpolished. Twenty two break. Twenty break. And <gasps> we've
3: called we've called two albums up. the same thing. Oh, it's just recipe for disaster. Um,
1: and I guess we want to retain that kind of rawness. It's it's like a sketch pad, I guess, that album. And we want twenty two make to feel the same. We don't want to overthink things. Um yeah, I think it's but like I think uh, the
3: makeup album will be way less angry and intense. Um at least but, I hope it will.
1: Yeah sonically I think it will be slightly more, more upbeat but chill in its lyrical
3: I mean, we've got to hand it in in 3 weeks so it. like this, we really something soon we know what it sounds like
0: Help <laughs> You guys work well on deadline or do you guys kind of We love yeah, we, we love a
3: deadline we love it Yeah Yeah um so we're feeling okay we just know I think deadlines we just like add up the amount of hours before the deadline and then you just kind of
1: that's why we're on holiday.
3: <laughs> we're doing Could really well.
2: We well. on holidays for inspiration for the next project. Is that why you guys are there?
3: Yeah. Yeah, we kind of oh, so I, needed
1: some punctuation, I yeah. think, between the between the albums.
3: And I think, like, this sounds really cheesy, and I really don't mean it to sound cheesy, but I think because we are like obsessed with working, I think you forget to take a moment and reflect on what you have, and I think. I don't know, me and Anthony have to literally physically remove ourselves from the studio in order to take a breath and go, That's oh, no, cool. like, we, we've done okay. Because I think the world, especially now, is just so set up for comparison and um, making you feel like you're never good enough or never... I think James Blake articulated it really well on his last record. He did a beautiful yeah. song, which was... The music video, I don't know if you saw it, was uh, Phineas. And his, It's it. the song is about, you know, never... What's it? The, the thief lyric. is the
1: comparison of joy. Was, thief, uh, yeah.
3: Jo- comparison is it the thief, thief of joy. joy. And the music video is like James Blake always looking over his shoulder at Phineas, who's just got everything that James Blake has achieved, but even more. And it's even, you know, more dazzling. And I think that literally, for me, feels like what the internet is sometimes, where you're like, oh man, I'm not How as. How come that's
1: got more recognition? How or... come that's
3: got more likes? Or I'm not as pretty as that person? Or I can't do a pistol squat, and you can
0: always look at what you don't 3d
1: print as well as (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: um and 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 everything's there's there's like quantification of everything where you can look at how many streams something is getting how many youtube views something is getting so you have like a number you're looking at and you have something to compare that number to previous number so that makes it even worse it's
1: weird and like the world compares data now it's bizarre like
3: yeah. So, Everything has a race. Like you're not
1: as successful if you've only if you got hundred thousand less plays than something else. So.
3: Yeah. And I think
1: Bizarre.
3: I think we're just maybe this is as you get older, but I think I'm just fully done with that. And the only way that I can remind myself that I am individually and as part of a wonder in my job, but also as like a friend and a human is to physically pull myself out of that world for a second and take stock of what you do have. And we've both been, you know, trying to find things that we're really grateful for and I think when you look at the, the world and life from that angle instead, you're like, Oh no, I'm actually, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. You know? Um, and so that's why we've come on holiday in all honesty is to, is to just recalibrate and yeah. go into the next campaign, feeling like we are enough and we have enough rather than chasing, you know, the next thing. Cause I think that's exhausting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on the show. We wish you luck. In, with the new album with your shows and i'm really excited for you guys to come to america finally yeah. and uh i got real deep at the end didn't it jeez it did. i did i I appreciate it i appreciate when this podcast when this show kind of goes on a voyage and we get to kind of go in that direction so
3: hell yeah thanks yeah. so much yeah thank great you, to guys. Talk to you guys thank yeah. you
0: all right we'll talk to you guys later
3: awesome take care see
0: you later that was Josephine and Anthony from Oh Wonder, the new album Twenty Two Break is out now. That was a fun one. I know. I know you like the Brits, Demi.
2: I love the Brits. Mm. Um, what a power
0: couple. Like, hmm? they feel so mature. They feel like like all- how I want to be when I'm a fully realized person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. Okay, so next uh, show is thursday or this thursday so two days from now we have uh cedar one of the biggest rock bands of the last 20 years will be here so a really kind of a strange change from the from the stylings the pop uh musical duo of O oh wonder to the uh the hard rock of cedar so yeah so until thursday we will see you later